Do you immediately just feel your stomach and nods and you feel uncomfortable and just wanting that student to stop crying? Welcome to the Teacher's Impact Podcast, or better yet known as The Tip, where teachers can come to master their craft, use their voice, and enhance student learning. This is episode 61 of the Teacher's Impact Podcast, or better yet known as The Tip. On this episode, we'll be talking about how to cultivate active empathy in your students. So stay tuned for an exciting episode. And if you have not done so already, please check out our blog at https colon slash slash teachersimpact.net slash blog. There we have the written articles that go along with the podcast episodes. So if you're a reader instead of a listener, please go to the blog to go check it out. And the second thing is, before we get started, is we would love for Teachers Impact to get to a thousand downloads per month. That is the goal. So please share with your teacher friends, share with friends or family members who may be interested in the topic that we're talking about to help us get to 1,000 downloads per month. So right now, Teachers Impact is about 60 to 100 downloads per month, depending on the episode, but we would really appreciate it if we can get to 1,000 downloads per month, and we need you to help us get there. So make sure to share with family friends, family members, share with coworkers so we can get to 1,000 downloads per month. The first tip in cultivating empathy for your students is to actively model for students with your actions. I have a few students in my class this year and also in previous years that consistently have meltdowns. They don't know how to self-regulate, they don't know how to calm down, and it is exhausting to say the least when you're trying to get through a lesson. It is very difficult. However, what I've seen worked and what I've done is to actively model for those students. So when I say actively model, I mean that when the student is in the middle of a meltdown, that's when you're able to model the type of empathy that you would like for your students to demonstrate. So when those students have those meltdown, my go-to is to slowly walk over to the students and, and to tell them to breathe. One, two, three, breathe. So, and it seems like a simple thing, but it does work wonders because I do this with my kids who for some reason or another, they're constantly having meltdowns and it really helps them to just regulate their emotions and to just calm down. And the funny part about it is I was surprised to see that my students started following suit. They started doing the same things. So, for example, I had a student that was having a meltdown because our lunch schedules were flipped around. Let's just say her name is Carla, for example. And the other students in the class noticed that Carla could not stop crying because of the change. She has a hard time with changing routine, changing procedures. She could not handle it. So what they did, a few students walked over her and began telling her to breathe. One, two, three, breathe. 
And I'm telling you, I didn't stop it. I let it happen because I knew that my students had understood how to how to show empathy for a student that is having a meltdown, that is having a hard time because they saw me actively modeling this type of behavior. You know, they were also telling her, you know, it's okay. We're still going to have our recess, which is part of why she got really upset because she wanted to have a recess first and the lunch, it was switched to lunch first and then recess. So they went over to her. They told her to breathe. They told her, it's okay. We know you want to play, but we're still going to play. We're just going to have our lunch first. So, so actively modeling for students how to show empathy is one of the ways that I see works definite wonders. The second tip is that your reaction says it all. In other words, when your student is having a meltdown, how do you respond? Do you immediately just feel your stomach and nods and you feel uncomfortable and just wanting that student to stop crying? I totally get it because I've been there. You want to get through that lesson. You don't know who's coming in your room. You There's a lot going on in your brain about what you need to do. And once a student starts having a meltdown, it's just like not one more thing. But what I want to tell you is that when your students have a meltdown, how you react is going to shape how your other students react. So if your reaction is to get upset and to reprimand that child, then the other students will notice and react in the same way to their classmates. The classroom environment can be really stressful. And there are times when it takes all your might to remain calm. But I always think to myself, what will I be teaching my students if I react in an appropriate manner? And as human beings, I understand we all make mistakes, but I will apologize to my students when I feel like I've acted in an inappropriate manner by not. Sometimes, you know, you just, you, you get frustrated and it's natural, it's human. But we just have to remember what are we, what are we teaching our students when we're reacting in a certain way. So the last piece for this is that if you remain calm and handle the situation accordingly, then your students will also take note. And obviously, we want our students to understand how to remain calm in a situation that may be stressful, distressing and stressing us out, and not to make the situation worse. If we can learn how to calm our bodies down, how to really react to the situation in a way that is positive is going to make a world of our difference. And that's one of the skills that our, that our students do need to learn. Coming off a pandemic, a lot of our students, they don't have these skills. And it has taken me all year to teach a lot of them these skills, but I have seen a progress. And I do see them more empathetic in the classroom when we're doing our lesson, like I said, if another student get upset, they're more empathetic. So our reaction says it all. The third tip is to be consistent when teaching students how to calm themselves so that they can show active empathy. Another important thing that I did this year was to implement Calm Classroom, where I teach the students how to breathe and relax their bodies. It's a program that 
we used in my previous schools. We weren't consistent with it, though. But I decided that it's something that I wanted to try with my class this year because I know coming off of the pandemic, it was going to be difficult, to say the least. So Calm Classroom is when students use breathing techniques. It takes two to three minutes per day, not very long. So it's so great for all of us teachers who are short on time trying to get through the day. It's only two to three minutes where the students go through a guided deep breathing practice so they can learn to self-regulate and calm themselves down. And also teaching other students how to calm themselves down and cultivating that empathy. So I try to do it at least four times per week. I do have a very, very active class this year, and it has helped a lot of my students. So sometimes my kid will say, oh, we forgot to do classroom today if I forget to do it. So the kids really enjoy it because it's short, sweet, and it's quick, and it really teach them, it really teaches them how to breathe and to help to calm themselves down, and they end up take on, taking on that role themselves. So cultivating empathy can seem like, you know, this big thing that you have to do and all these different things that we need to do, restorative practices and all these different things. But I think sometimes the simple things are what will work best. And it gives us time as teachers to really focus on our instruction so that we can help our students to learn. All right, so some key takeaways from this episode. Number one is manage your reactions because that says it all number two provide active modeling for your students and number three be consistent in whatever ways you're showing your students how to teach so what are some ways that you cultivate empathy in your students you can let us know on instagram at the teachers impact send us a message send us a dm Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out the website or the blog at teachersimpact.net. If you found this content helpful, please share, favorite, and rate on your favorite podcast app. It helps the show to grow, reach more teachers, and remember, we're trying to get to 1,000 downloads per episode, so it would be wonderful if you can share, send it along. I would be really grateful. You can email me at teachersimpacteducation at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at Teachers Impact Podcast, Twitter at Shani Marie O. Happy learning and growing.